Welcome back to another edition of The Driveway Matinee. This is Tim. And I'm JP. How you doing, JP? What to do, Tim? What to do? Uh, you know, just winding up another week. Busy week. Busy week here on the driveway. That's it. And here we are. That's, that's what we do. That's what we do. We got the birds chirping and the kids playing. That's it. Hey, man, I, I thought, you know, we debuted last week. And uh, from what I could see, I think I think we did all right. Yes, sir. I mean, you know, we had talked about this probably a month ago. And we're like, you know what? Why not? Yeah. I mean, we just we kind of threw it together. Threw it together, and here we are. Yeah. But, hey, that's how maybe some of the most successful things out there happen is they just kind of throw it together. And it's like a wet noodle. You throw it up on the wall. If it no. sticks. That's how I was told to check spaghetti. Hey, it works. And the spaghetti came out pretty good. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I just want to thank all of our listeners that took the time to uh, to give us a listen, and uh, hopefully we, we can get some feedback. Yes, sir. I do appreciate all of my fellow drivers out there giving me the love, showing us the love. We appreciate all of you guys' support. So... Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was I was pleasantly surprised that, you know, that many people wanted to take the time to hear what I had to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we would like to invite you to come over to our driveway, get your eargasm going, as we would like to say. Yeah, we could have a almost a live <laughs> broadcast. Yes, sir. That'd be something. Which, we, you know, we alluded to it last week. But I still think we may have to do that live broadcast from the Memorial Day barbecue. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think that'll be kind of a nice little episode, you know. That way people know that hey, we're real. We're real, you we're know. We're real. Be a nice little segue into breaking out a few of the neighbors, maybe out of their little shell shock, I guess you could say. Yeah, from, you know, sheltering down during the COVID years. Yes, sir. I mean, we're still technically probably in COVID, but I think people are moving beyond trying to live with it. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, yeah, so I was pleasantly surprised this week and uh, also wanted to give a shout out to our uh, sponsorship, you know. So, you you want to you wanna give a plug on anything? Sure, I'll give you a Quick little plug. Debuting this Father's Day, Juneteenth, is our my company I've started here. It's called 5Js. We'll be doing apparel for Juneteenth. Something that all the kids can wear, the family can wear. You know, just a little take on a different spin of something to commemorate the holiday, the celebration that, you know, you feel proud to wear. And it's actually local owned, too. Yeah, so got to support the local. Yes, sir. What do you got going on, Tim? Well, you know... If if anybody out there is looking to have a big party or an event or a gathering, just go to Instagram and check out Texas Cigar Rollers. You know, have them come out to your event. They'll bring a live cigar roller, and he will hand roll premium cigars right there for you and your guests. I mean, if you're a cigar aficionado or someone who just loves cigars, it gets no better than that, having hand rolled premium cigars right there at your event. So follow them on Instagram at Texas Cigar Rollers and he- let them light up your event. Yes, sir. Sounds like a good deal. Yep. 5Js will also be on Instagram as well. There you go. So well, what, 
what are we going to talk about this week, JP? I know uh, you. Uh, this week, this week kind of got me going, and I'm gonna have to say this week's title is going to be work ethic. Oh, work ethic. Yes, sir. That's a word that is tossed around. I think quite a bit. You want to go ahead and give them a definition of work ethic? Well, the official meaning of work ethic would be um, the principle that hard work is intrinsically virtuous or worthy of reward. Ah, reward. So, you know, it's the belief that work and diligence have a mortal benefit. Inherit ability. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a set of values centered on importance of work manifested by the determination or desire to work hard. I, I don't know about you, but I that was kind of put into my brain kind of early on. Oh, yes, sir. I was pretty much, I can remember my first job. I was... Probably 12. My dad was in the military, and we were living in Hawaii. And there were some things, as a child, I wanted. Yeah. My mom says, great. How are you going to get that? And I was like, well, I thought y'all would just get it for me. But <laughs> <laughs> as a 12-year-old, I thought wrong. Nothing comes <laughs> free. <laughs> and what I did is... Uh, Use my own noggin and kind of put two and two together. And I saw a lawnmower in the garage. I lived in a neighborhood. So me and that lawnmower, we did some walking and cutting. Yep. That there was my first job. And it was a push mower lawnmower. There you go. Uh, you, like my uncle used to say, you used your head for more than just a hat rack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was definitely more than a hat rack. Yeah. Cutting grass. I mean, that... That I I think every young man, you know, that's a good way to earn a little extra money, you know, and and it, it, it then it starts teaching you some principles about how to earn money and the value of money. That right? it did, and it also taught you how to to negotiate your your fair rate, your fair rate, because you actually knew what you had to do to earn that, right? So you know when you were out there cutting that grass. And somebody says, hey, sure, I can give you $5. You knew that <laughs> I'm out in this sun. And I'm not going to cut all this yard for $5. Uh, it's, yeah. I mean, you're sweating. <laughs> Sweat alone is probably worth more than 5 bucks. <laughs> yes, it was. So, but, but you know, you did it, though. I did you, it. You got out there. It taught you, you know, how to set a schedule, be on time, how many yards you wanted to cut, depending on what you wanted. And the value that you needed to bring in. Yes, it did. So, uh, I think it's I think it's a good thing, and and again, we don't see that a lot these days. Um, the younger kids out there doing those type of odd jobs. There's a few, but it's few. not as much as it was back I, I, when we were kids. I mean, because growing up in the north, I mean, not only did we cut grass, but we shovel snow off the driveways and sidewalks. And we knew where, and, and I'm not picking on any age group, but we knew where the elderly lived. Right. And we wanted to help them out. And so we knock on their door first, get their driveways cleaned up. And, you know, it was worth a couple of dollars, you know, and then 
especially if they called off school, we can make a little money and be outside playing, shoveling snow. And the best part was we didn't have to go to school. Yes, so sir. Those early jobs, they, they taught us the value of money and, you know, sometimes hard work pays. And this whole topic really stuck with me this week because at work, you know, for what I do for a living, we're compensated very well for what we do. But there are three things I've always told my customers and the people around me that I'll never complain about as far as my actual job. And that is the weather, the traffic, or the volume that I actually have to deliver. Because well, that is my job. I mean, when you took the job, you knew the working environment was, you kind of knew what that was going to be, right? Exactly. I mean, I, I, I didn't go into it blinded. You know, it wasn't going to be in air conditioning. Nope, definitely not air conditioning. But I knew I didn't have to do shovel snow. That's true. Because here in Texas, well. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> knock on wood, because the last couple of years, I think we've had our fair share of frozen ice snow combination. Yes, we did. So, I mean, there's a reason why everybody kind of moved to this state other than the barbecue and live music. But, you know, I saw, I saw a few individuals around me kind of harping and complaining. And I was like, where's the work ethic? I was like, you know, it'd be different if they were like, you're going to do this and maybe I'll pay you, maybe I won't. But, you know, you're being compensated for a job to do. You signed up to do a job. I don't understand where the problem is, why you now don't want to do the whole job. So were they younger? Were they a younger crowd? And this is the this is the tricky part. They're actually pretty much close to the same age as me. Close to the same age. See, because I think when you talk about work ethic, you, you, you look around and you think, well, these younger, this younger generation, right? They, they want, they want it, but they don't want to grind, put the grind in for it. Yes. You know, so I think it's changed. I think people's views have changed over time because, like, our parents, you know, they they worked just hard, right? They put their nose down and they grinded and they they harped on, hey, if you work hard, you get rewarded and then you're able to get nice things. Um, and I think that was how we approached it. I, I know for myself, I approached it as, um, you know, a, a job to me equaled money and money equaled freedom, freedom to have the things that I wanted to be able to live on my own and kind of set my own rules. I looked at that at an early age and was like, man, I got to earn some money. Yeah. So work you know. ethic had to play in that because you had to show them, hey, I'm willing to show up and do this work if you're willing to pay me the fair wage. Yes, sir. You know, it's like, or, you know, if you're, if there's that pretty young lady you were trying to want to take out and show a good time, you couldn't take her out on hopes and dreams. Yeah. And I, I just think over the time, the, the, the generations have changed their view. Yeah. And and did did we do that by giving too much, or is it technology? What what do you think is 
in their mindset there. I mean, technology has somewhat to do with it, but I think as time went on, the more gadgets and things they got, parents had to do less to keep them entertained or do more of the raising for them. Yeah. It's pretty much your, the gadgets now are raising our kids. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I don't know what it really boils down to, though. I mean, they just, I mean, I know maybe I was brainwashed <laughs> <laughs> to think, hey, work hard and you get all these good things, you know, and you'll be rewarded. And I don't see that in this very much out in the workplace now. It's. I'll show up today, and if I don't like it, well, I'll look for something else. Yeah, it's, I don't even know if it's, I, I don't want to even call it like you're, it's not like you're a rewarder. It's just like, it's just like they don't see a value in actual working. It's like, you know, when you went, you know, that's, I'm not a farmer or anything like that, but, you know, farmers knew that, you know, what time of the year they had to plant, how the soil is going to be. You just couldn't be like, well, I'm going to plant strawberries. You know, the farmer knew, like, well, not this time of the year or this climate isn't good for strawberries. We're actually better for corn. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, a farmer could teach you a lot about actually work ethic because he's not going to be out there just wasting his time all day and then hoping that. No, because farmers, that was survival. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that was to put food on their own table, but yet provide for a community around them. Exactly. I mean, he was working for his family and his community. Yeah. He was, you know. So so do you think the farmer was living to work? Or work to live? I'd say a little bit of both. Because I I look at it like, the way I was raised and everything that was taught to me, it was, we're living to work. That because you you play when you have time, but if work comes first, then you're gonna you're gonna work. So, right, and I could see that. I mean, that could be a cultural thing too, depending on where you grew up and what your economic situation. I I guess you want to say. Um, growing up, I mean, because, you know, not all communities, you know, I can't, like I said, I'm not a farmer, so I didn't go up in a farmer community. I was a city boy, but in the city I grew up in, you know, dad's, you know, I grew up military. I was a military brat. You know, they, they went out, they were serving our country, they're, they're providing for the family, for the mom. You know, mom was cooking, and they dad was out earning a living. And they didn't have a choice. Uncle Sam, don't <laughs> Exactly. But, I mean, you know, he, he put in his – he did his time. You know, it yep. wasn't like, well, I don't think I want to do that today. It was like, no, you signed your name in a dotted line. and You go when they tell you to go. And he did it, you know. And and mom, mom let us know that, hey, dad's out working, so you're going to keep the grass cut. You're going to keep the cars washed. You're going to take the trash out. And your reward is <laughs> you get to eat. <laughs> That's right. You got a place to lay your head down lay and a place head to down. eat. So, so 
what were they grumbling about going back to these? I mean, just the working conditions that, or, you just, know, so. <laughs> or was it, I'm just tired today. The part that got me was just the fact that they were groaning about what they actually had to do for work. The, the volume, the number of tasks on their plate. Mm. But you know, it, it's, it's funny. Come payday, they wanted 100% of their check. Yeah. You know, they only wanted to give 80% of, of the work. I mean, I get it. Some days are harder than others, right? I mean, every some, day, some every days, day is a good day, though, some, Tim. Yeah, no, I get it. But some days are harder than others, but... Again, you you signed up for it. You know what you were going into. That's the way I look at it. You just just do just yeah. do your day's work, and the faster you do it, the faster you get to go home. Yep. You know? Yeah. You, I mean, you know what you signed up for. I mean, I'd be different if you didn't like. Hmm, I wonder what they're doing over there. And you showed up and like, ooh, I didn't know I was gonna be doing all this work. But you know, fifteen years later, I still love my job. Yeah. I love podcasting more now, though. <laughs> well, that's that goes back to your work ethic, though. You're working <laughs> when you're not working. This is true. This is true. <laughs> so, but, you know, so much of these, and everybody wants to blame it on the millennials, right, that they don't have the work ethic and everything. But actually, I, I kind of looked up some stuff, and, you know, so we're kind of in that Gen X realm where, you know, we learned from our parents, you know, the, the value of hard work and not wanting to do without, have saved money, stay with the same company for long periods of time, right? I think the millennials, uh, you know, the, they have a lot of that same work ethic where they they like to work. Most days they'll go in and work and not complain, but they don't have a problem taking a day off. Like, I hardly ever take a day off. Same here. Same here. Um, but the older I've gotten, the more I'm like, I'm going to take a day because I think I earned it. <laughs> <laughs> but that could be just I'm older and and wiser to the fact that if I take the day that they're giving me, I'm still going to get my pay, and it doesn't hurt to take a day every now and then. Right, but you're not taking a day because – you're like, ooh, there's a concert in town. I'm going to a concert. You're not calling in and and no and relinquishing I, your duties on your job. When I was a kid, I might have called in to the grocery store where I was stacking groceries and said, yeah, I, I can't work today. <laughs> but that was different. Um, but, yeah, I, I see what you're saying is. But they ha- the millennials have it. It's the Gen, it's the Gen Z, this 20-something age where – they want to work to live. Right. They work and they want to work. They like to work from remote. They want to use technology. They want, they, they don't want the 60 hour work week grind. And I don't, I don't blame them for, for not wanting. No, I mean, I don't either. I wish we could have figured that like, out. Like I said, maybe we were brainwashed <laughs> at some point. And maybe, and maybe the older I get, the more I'm looking at that going, that's that's what hey that's why i'm doing this <laughs> exactly you know it's like you use, know use technology i actually met a young individual the other day uh while i was at the gym and uh we started talking and uh just happened to be 
working on the same body parts, you know? And I was like, well, you know, youngster, I'll, I think I could work out with you. And so, and he goes, well, I think I could work out with you too. And so we actually hooked up and did a little leg workout together. And <laughs> I can tell you, Tim, I ain't young no more. Yeah, But it happens. talking to him, started talking and realized that we have a lot in common as far as he had the same work ethic as me, which was nice to see that a person half my age had a strong work ethic, was out there willing to grind for it. He knew nothing was going to be given to him. And he was, he was like, I'm going to go out and get it. And if I got to work 16 hours to get what I want, I'm willing to put the time in to get and for the rewards. But, but I think their angle is different. I think they're leveraging technology where well, we didn't have that. We didn't, we didn't grow up with it. So we didn't have it. I think they're leveraging technology so they don't have to work the 16 hours. Now he may be willing to put it in, but he don't have to. Right. Where we didn't have the technology. We did the, you know, I always did physical labor. So, you know, you had to put the time in to prove that I'm worthy of that step up, you know? So, um, so I'm not, I can't really bash anybody for having different work ethic. I, I, I find it hard to, um, to figure out how they're going to make it because it's so ingrained in my head that, you know, you got to do that 40, 50 hour week. And that's, and that's, you know, what's, what's, and that's how we were, we were raised. Yeah, we're programmed. And so we got to, we got to think like how they're thinking now too. We got to, got to retrain our brain. Yep. So, and then, but when you take a job and you know what the job's about, I mean, you can't, you, you can't, you can't, you can't, really you, can't you can't cry about it. Because no. you knew that going you, into if it. If you signed up to, to bail hay and asked you to bail hay, you can't cry about bailing hay. No, you took the job. You knew what you were in for, you know, so. It's kind of like, you know, I was watching a little bit of the NFL draft this week and seeing these college kids, man, they're, they're going to be making, like they woke up the next day. They're millionaires. With big money pockets, you know, big money in their pocket. And, and do you, could you imagine being that age, what, 22, 23 years old, and then waking up knowing you're going to make that big money? It's almost like once they get that, their performance is like, Hey man, this is the pinnacle. I made it, and now I'm just going to cruise. Yeah, because we all had that coworker, you know, where where you were grinding, and he was working alongside you, going, "Man, why are you working so hard? They're going to pay you the same whether you get it done in ten minutes or you get it done in six hours." Yes, sir. You know. Yeah, and and that's and that's why I think our generation needs to step up. And help that younger generation because, I mean, the money they're making, they're going to be making now compared to what we were making at their age is, you know, yeah. it's night and day. Yeah. And so. Well, we're living in high high inflation, you know. Different times. Un- unemployment's yeah. back up. I mean, they're going to raise interest rates and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it, that's a whole part of the workplace, too, is, you know, wages, fair wages. You know, pay the people a fair wage and and let them work a fair amount of hours for that wage. But um, you, you still have to have some work, some work ethic. Um, 
some work ethic. Yeah, you, I mean, you can't, but it starts back at the house. Yeah. It starts back at the home. I mean, mom, dad need to let you know, like, hey. Cutting the grass isn't a punishment. No. It's a lesson in life, right? It's like somebody has to cut the grass. You live here, guess what? Because when you own your home. You're going to have to cut the grass. You're going to have to cut the grass. Somebody's going to have to cut the grass. Or you got to work harder, longer. To have somebody, to pay somebody, pay to, somebody cut. to come cut the grass, right? Somebody to cut the grass. And some people might argue that and go, no, I'm, I'm, I make pretty good. <laughs> but if you really look at the time that you spend at work, you're probably spending a lot, lot, lot more time there than you probably realize. Yes, sir, that you are, that you are. Yep. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, so like I said, the work ethic is just, I see people and you just want them to just like feel what you're feeling. I see him grinding and you see me grinding and it's like, because for one, it's fun. I, I actually love what I do. So I don't really think about it. Cause they say, if you if you love what you do, you're not really working. That's true. I mean, Got a brain fart moment, folks. Yeah, my mind just went blank. <laughs> but it's all good. But, you know, like I said, when I'm out age. working. That's old age. <laughs> when I'm out working, <laughs> it, it's so fun for me because I already know what my job's going to be to do. So, I mean, it's not really a job. So, being able to talk to the people on my route, my fellow business owners out there and clients acquaintances, you know, passing on the word, just, you know, talking about our podcast, spreading so, the word that way. So when you really get down to work ethic, it, there's no, there's no right or wrong on people's no. views that I guess they just approach it differently. They, yeah, they do approach it differently. And then, like I said, that could be, you know, my old school way of thinking of, you know, I see somebody, I guess being more lackadaisical towards yep. it, you know? Yep. And 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 in my head, I'm like, oh man, you should just be grinding at it, grinding at it. You know, don't don't complain about it. Just just get after it. And I'm like, oh, well, but they're making the same. They're making the same. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're and, like going, and, maybe he's got something too. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I'm sitting here thinking that maybe I should reevaluate my work ethic and <laughs> try to uh, go at a little different approach and maybe to make things a little bit easier as I get older. Well, I am adopting more of this, these new gadgets and gadgets and technology. Technology sure going to make a play. Technology is like, you know, I'm still waiting for that robot to come help me. Yeah, we thought, you know, back in the day watching the Jetsons that by the time we were 20, you know, that we'd be flying around <laughs> in cars and all that. We, we're not doing that yet. Although, you know, Elon's got his new car plant right down the road, you know. Yeah. That Tesla plant they built down on Tesla Boulevard. And you see, uh, oh, Elon has just now purchased Twitter. Hey, maybe Twitter was smart in taking his deal. Who else is going to offer them $43 billion or something? Yeah, $43 billion. That's billion. with a B. With a B. I mean, if I own Twitter and someone said, hey, here's $43 billion, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here's the keys. <laughs> <laughs> here are the keys, folks. So we're going to have keys. a meeting tomorrow. I was like, uh, here's your new boss. Yeah. 
So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Elon's brought almost everything else to this area, right? SpaceX. Yeah. Be interesting to see if he brings his headquarters here to I've heard there's a company or was it a guy? There's a rancher. In, yeah, North Texas is offered a I believe a hundred acres for him to relocate his uh headquarters here to yeah. Texas. It's crazy, but hey, if the man's got the money and he's going to buy them. There you go. I think it's got some politicians worried about what he's going to do with it. So, yeah. But, hey, it's his. You pay I, that kind of money, you do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess we don't have that problem. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a whole other level of money problems, I guess. <laughs> that's a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah. But... But but he's got work ethic though. He does. I mean, he's grinding. He's 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 approaching it in a much different fashion though. He's leveraging the technology. He's leveraging the brain power that he's got, and he, he's surrounding himself with people that have similar work ethic, similar work ethic, similar likes and dislikes. Yep. You know, from what I have been paying attention to, like he's. He's big on his free speech, so we'll see how that actual platform just stays the same or whatnot, you know. Yep. Well, I know people are worried about it, but, you know, um, don't judge it until he comes. Because I'm all for the free speech because that is actually what we're doing. Yeah, we're free to speak. <laughs> we're free to speak. Free to speak. From the driveway matinee. That's it. <laughs> I mean, we, we at least think we are. <laughs> we're going to try to keep it that way. Try to keep it that way free. So, well, what free else? Free and un- unapologetic. That's it. I mean, we're unfiltered. You heard the dog barking. You hear the kids playing. Cars may pass by. The birds are chirping. I mean, we're actually out here on the driveway. Yes, that is correct. Un- we did not call it driveway matinee. To sit on the back porch. <laughs> <laughs> or in a studio. Although, there may be one day because the weather is warming up. It's getting warm. We will have our feet in the pool. Driveway matinee poolside. That, hey, we can. It's a special edition. <laughs> so, but um, so, what else is going on this week? I see what's going on. See, actually, I had a good week. I had a little visit with my dad in assisted living this week. Oh, you went to go see Pop? Huh? Yeah, when I get to go see Pop every week, see how he's doing. He's doing all right. He's doing good, you know. Nice. Memories, you know, still about the same every two minutes, but. I still love the fact that when I walk in, Pop's eyes light up because he knows who I am. There so. you go. Hey, to me, every, that that's a blessing every week when I get to go see him and Pop's knows who I am. You know. Well, and you and you taking the time, making the time to go see him. That you know, and that's hard, uh, especially having to move him from your home to a place. But you moved him to a place that he knew he'd be safe and people could watch out, help him, assist him. And do all the things that that you can't do while you're at work during the day. Yep. You know, I made the commitment six years ago when my mom passed away that I asked him what he wanted because he still was of sound mind somewhat, what he wanted to do, what his life. And he said he wanted to be at family. And, you know, I said, no problem. Then I'm moving you in with me. There you go. And then I told my my wife and my brother and him himself that I will not let him fall. And so... To this day, carry that man on my back. Yep. Well, I mean, it's it's as we get older, we we hate to admit it, but 
we become our parent to them almost at some point. Yep. Um, and, but you just have to take the time to, to, to that. That's a very important thing is to keep that connection and keep, keep your eye on them and visit them as much as you can because you're not promised anything. But what's interesting, this whole topic of work that could, is why I'm able to do what I can for Pops because of how they raised me in my work ethic. When yep. the time came that we needed to do for Pop, everything was in place. We were set up. We were financially enough stable to reverse the role and take care of him like he took care of me growing up. Yep. And then, you know, and then hopefully it trickles down to our kids too. Yes, sir. You know, but sometimes I think, I don't know if the kids got the same work ethic <laughs> that I got. Maybe they had the it too tri- good. The trickle may be a little slower. <laughs> it's just a little, it, it's more of a drip, <laughs> not but a trickle. It, but again, they are, you know, there's that, that demographic difference, you know. Yeah. But um, in that age group, they're not, they don't look at look staying long-term. Kind of like an athlete, you know, there's no more loyalty to one team when my value from another team may be more. They jump around, right? And I think I think the younger generations, they look at that and go, well, I think I'm worth a little bit more, and if this company over here is willing to give it to me, I'm going to go. Yeah. And then so they don't have that loyalty to work 20 years. And, and some of the employers don't have the loyalty back. This is true because, I mean – it's almost like, I mean, it is a dog-eat-dog dog world out there. I mean, we know that. Everybody's trying to make money. That's yeah. what we work for. Everybody's chasing the the eye in the sky, the prize. That's it. Anything good happen with you this week? Well, hey, sun is shining. I'm breathing. And, I can't, you know, I can't get no better than that. Uh, I had a, you know, took a little break this week. It was a tough week at work. I'm not going to lie, but made it through. And uh, just woke up this morning and actually got my feet in the pool and just enjoy the product of my work ethic. (laughs) (laughs) Of all the things that we have acquired together because of our work ethic. Yes, sir. So that that there in itself is a blessing. Yeah. So it was, you know, a hard week at work, but it was a great week. And you're going to have those hard weeks and you just got to grind through it. That's what I always say. Because the more you complain about it, you're just drawing it out. It's not going anywhere. Still got to get done. And I can tell you, the listeners don't really want to hear you complain. No. No. They might tune us out if you start complaining. Yep. And I got to go get them back. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll come get you. <laughs> so, But, yeah, it's uh, definitely, you know, mid-spring here. The weather is is warming up. The humidity level is a little higher today, um, but it's still better than 35 degrees. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But, you know, we're in Texas, and just give it a couple hours. It could change. <laughs> well, it could rain, you know, and that might break the humidity for a few minutes. For a few minutes. Yep. But, uh, no, uh, overall, it's a great week. Watched, like I said earlier, I watched a little bit of the NFL draft. Hopefully my Washington Commanders, as now they want to be called, uh, made some decent picks. Um, but I'm not holding my breath for a, 
undefeated season going to the Super Bowl. I'm not like a Cowboy fan where we're already claiming victory of Super Bowl. Well, I'm hoping my Raider Nation, you know, besides just, you know, having that nice new stadium there in Vegas, we actually get to do a little more this year. But <laughs> They tried. They tried to but, put it on it last year, didn't yeah, they? They tried, you know. But I'll never leave them. Yeah, even my Washington football team, as they were called last year, now they're the Commanders, formerly the, you know, Washington Redskins, as I will always kind of refer them to in my mind, is, uh, you know, they've been down for so many years that I'm I'm okay with that, and I'm just going to hang on to it because the sun will shine again one day. (laughs) Hey, as a Raider Nation fan, you've been down many years. (laughs) One thing we are, we are loyal fans, so, you know. Well, but, yeah, so, you know, hopefully, you know, football. Have you checked any of the USFL? I tried to watch the first game. I think the first game is the one I did watch. And for me, there are just too many camera angles. USFL, I mean, it just sounds like it's kind of like the stepbrother of the NFL, you know, where oh, it's, can, that, it's that guy that he goes, man, I still got it. There's still a chance, you know, that <laughs> it's like the girl who don't say no. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I still can play football. But I, the, the, I think once the NFL season's over, people are just ready to have a break. Yeah. And I mean, spring it's, football just doesn't attract it. There's, there's a reason why college and, and NFL play in the fall. Yes, sir. You know, and the spring going into summer, that, that's a hard one because – basketball you just want to be outside yeah you know and and basketball's winded down yep. you know so i think people get to a point where they're just tired of watching sports because the weather's too nice and i guess you can go to the game the weather's nice it's not cold like in like during the winter time fall and winter but i just can't get into the concept of all eight teams i think there's eight teams yeah the eight teams and playing, all playing in, in the same one stadium, stadium. Yeah. I, I just can't, can't, can't get into it. But that is because right now, I mean, money. Yeah. When it come, comes down to it, I mean. Well, they tried it once before. It's not their first go-around, you know. And for a lot of these guys, I understand it. it for a lot of the guys, it's, a, it's maybe a step back to the NFL because some of them came from the NFL. They were on, like, practice squads and stuff. And some for some guys, it's a, it's a continuation after college that they didn't get drafted, they didn't get signed as a free agent, but they didn't did get that degree. <laughs> but, I don't know. <laughs> Depend on their work ethic. <laughs> if they finished school or did they stop when football stopped? So, but I think it's just you know. It's an opportunity for them to shine a little bit on the national stage of TV, and hopefully it works out for them and the investors. Yeah, hopefully. But I just can't. I can't do it. I'm going to have to just, you know. Not the right time of year. Watch the highlights. Let somebody else talk about it. Yeah, maybe maybe they'll get good during the championship because, see, baseball is kind of like that for me. The season's really long. They play a lot of games. And to me, it's really only fun when they get down to the 
the playoffs. Yeah. And basketball is kind of the same way. Yep. So, like, turning into the playoffs and the championship game, other than that, it's just too drawn, too too many games. Yeah, I'd almost rather watch NASCAR. NASCAR. I'm kidding, y'all. That's <laughs> like watching paint dry these days. <laughs> the only reason why people watch NASCAR is in hopes somebody wipes out. Because other than that, you're just going round, 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 and round. One big happy circle. But, you know. But there are people that really get into it. Yeah. I mean, they love cars and they, they love the sound and the smells of everything that comes with it. And uh, they get behind their, their guy, just like any other sports team, I guess. To each his own, to each his own. Yep. So. Oh, well. But to get to that level, it always comes back to our topic. Work ethic. Yeah. I mean, you got to have some sort of work ethic to get to be successful so gotta strive to thrive so hopefully everybody you know enjoyed our topic this week that's right and um second edition from the driveway matinee yep and we appreciate everybody tuning in this week Thanks again um, and hopefully we can continue it giving a shout out to our sponsors texas cigar rollers and five j's looking both up on instagram that's right so Until next week, we're going to say adios. Adios, people.